0: You're listening to KNBR, the only place with Golden State Warriors basketball. Now back to Mr. T. Eric Burns, Tom Tolbert with you. For another 25 minutes or so, it's time to talk a little Golden State Warriors hoops with Charles Jenkins out of Hofstra University. Charles, what's going on, man? Hello? Yo, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you?
0: Good. How's the offseason treating you? Uh, Oh, offseason was great. What'd you end up doing? I know you went down to... I think you were in Las Vegas doing some Summer League stuff. Did you get a chance to do any vacations or kind of kick back a little bit and relax, or was it mostly work for you? Uh, it was mostly work. You know, uh,
1: Summer League was very important for us this year. You know, we definitely wanted to go 5-0, which we did. Charles- and uh, I was worrying about getting better, so, you know, I, I stayed in Oakland. And mm-hmm. I got a chance to see my family for a little while, but for the most part, I've been out here.
2: Charles, i got to imagine Summer League in Vegas has got to be a tough deal. Is the a hard time staying in at night?
1: Oh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> you know, we we didn't play. We didn't play every night. We we had, we had our chance to, to relax on the day, but we were out there on a the business trip. You know, and our, our coaches made made that known before we got out there. So no, no one was really trying to get out and enjoy the, the Vegas nightlife.
0: You kidding me? I asked. I had these guys on during the summer league, and I asked each and every one of them, "What are you doing with your per diem? Are you having a hard time keeping?" And they're like, "Nope, I'm saving it." I'm saving my money. I'm staying in at night, and I'm coming home with some pocket change. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah that's the
1: best way to do it. You know, <laughs> Vegas, Vegas, you can easily get caught up in.
0: Yeah, I know. In, in those crap <laughs>
1: tables, so our, our guys did a good job staying away.
0: Talk about some of the things that you wanted to improve upon during the summer, and were you able to do that?
1: Oh, I definitely wanted to uh, work on my my B range, which I've, I've been shooting pretty well. You know, and I, I work out these tasks. Past- couple of weeks you know i want to be able to spread the floor a little bit more and on the defensive and you know uh, it's all about finding a niche on the team you know and we we have guys that, that can fill it up and, and score but you know there's always room for someone that, that, that can defend and that's something that I, I, I work, i've been working on all summer and i'm continuing to work on
2: with all the uh acquisitions charles and andrew bogut hopefully going to be healthy do you look at this team as a potential playoff team
1: no, most definitely. You know, I think I think not only do we have the pieces, but we have guys who have been in the playoffs before, and who knows knows what it takes to be there. So you know, with the, the veteran leadership of guys like you know Richard Jefferson, Andrew Bogut, you know they, they're there to share you know what what they did, you know when they were part of those teams that that was in the playoffs, you know, and, and try to kind of carry it on to us. You know, I think we have a, a great chance.
0: Turn to Charles Jenkins of the Golden State Warriors here on KMBR 1050. How much did it mean to you at the end of last year to get the minutes you got and be able to produce like you did? How much did that do for your confidence?
1: I well, it did a lot. You know, we we had some guys that were down, and they got the guys that were down helped me a lot as far as, far as because they told me, you know, I, I had to be aggressive and and, and try to play, play my game. You know, and, and you know, towards the end of the year, you know, myself, Clay Thompson, Jeremy Tyler, New York, I come to one of Florida where you know we were able to prove that you know we're good basketball players and we belong in the league.
2: How much easier is it for you when you're getting that consistent playing time?
1: Um, it, it was a lot easier. You know, it was a lot easier for me to learn, you know, especially being a rookie. You know, you're, you're able to make mistakes. You know, there's a lot easier for me to, to play through them and, and be able to come back at, at night and, you know, work on it or, or look at it on film. You know, other than, you know, coming off and being in brief or making a mistake, and you know, maybe being, being taken out.
0: That's the whole key. I mean, I've said this time and time again and Charles just alluded to it. It's being able to go out there and feel comfortable playing through a missed shot, playing through a turnover, maybe a missed defensive assignment, although those are a little more, those are a little yeah. tougher to explain to coaches <laughs> than a missed shot and a turnover because if you're mentally ready to go, I mean, you you shouldn't miss too many assignments, but that that's what it's about, isn't it? Earning the coaches' trust that when you go out there he can expect something, and on most nights you're going to give that to him, but also knowing that Coach trusts you enough that you can do a few things, maybe not perfectly, and you can still play through those.
1: Yeah, most definitely. You know, a coach, coach Jackson, you know, he's, he's been great with me, you know, especially last year. Not only, you know, letting me play through it, but, but teaching me as well. You know, he, he was a great punk on in the league, and for me to be able to be around him all the time and, and learn from him, it was definitely you know great, and it, and it helped my game as the year progressed.
2: Charles, you were born and raised in New York City. I've traveled back to New York, geez, one week out of each month now. Uh, I'm always rolling by like a lot of the parks that they have, and it, it seems like they have some of the most intense streetball games I've ever seen. Did you partake in those? I imagine growing up.
1: Uh, growing up, I played. You know, when I was really, really small, but you know, once I got to. To college, uh, I I kind of you know been away from the, the street ball things because I always stayed in the gym in the summertime. I was I was always concerned about being on the concrete and and and, maybe, and possibly getting hurt. So you know, I, I always stayed in the gym. But it's it's very exciting. though know, summertime is big in New York, especially in basketball. You know that's when you know, everybody come out, or all, all the local neighborhood guys, and guys from overseas, maybe a, a few pros come down and, and play in those games. You know from from what I hear, it's, it's been a great. A great turnout for these past couple of years, but I've, I've not kind of been away
0: from it. I know I've talked to you about this before, Charles. He lists uh, Pro Washington as one of your favorite players growing up. I'm wondering if you've had a chance to sit down and talk to Chris Mullen at all about his experience growing up and playing ball in New York, and also playing in the Big East when Pro Washington and Patrick Ewing were playing, and Big East was the king of college basketball. Uh,
1: very briefly, you know, well, not much. You know, most most of the things that we've been even speaking about is, you know, my my, my situation out that, that where I'm in here as far mm-hmm. as you know, staying in the gym, uh, always looking to get better, you know, and as, as well as being able to, to produce on my name before. You know, uh, I haven't really got had that long with trying to talk to him to yeah. reflect on the great car- career that he had. But, you know, every time I see him, you know, he he always, you know, bring up how or the fact that we both um one of three players that uh won that New York City player the year three years straight
0: talking to Charles Jenkins here on KMBR. You, along with uh, other members of the team, Chris Mullen in, included, have been doing the go-back-to-school week this week, uh, getting the kids ready to go. What have you been doing? I guess you were down at Aptos Middle School th- today? Yeah, I, I got a chance to uh, speak to the kids and share
1: my experience when I was in school and, and stress the importance of education. You know, it was it was great. You know, I was there with uh, one of our coaches, uh, Jerry D., mm-hmm. and uh, Tim Tim. Time with the kids, to do some some raffles at the end where they got a chance to win prizes and, and things like that. It, it was a, a good turnout.
0: Now, when you talk to the kids, do you make it clear to them that they need to at least attend school four out of five days each week? Eighty <laughs> percent—that's no, I, good.
1: I, I, I always tell them tell them the, the, the consequences I, I had and when, when I was young, when I when I didn't do well in school. So you know, and I, I hopefully that they learn from what. What I were
0: the, what were the consequences, Charles? I couldn't play basketball. Mm, that was a tough one on you, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, that uh, that was a tough. That's the toughest thing that, that they could take away from me as the kid, especially when it was a, a basketball hoop right across the street from me that, that all the kids played on. So I'd be outside, you know, crying in the window just because I couldn't go out and play.
0: And how many times did that happen to you before you said, "This sucks"?
1: Uh it happened to me in sixth grade. I remember mm-hmm. because they, they took everything. They took the TV, the games, everything. I Ouch! Was, I was
0: they weren't but, playing uh, around, were they? The first yeah. time. That's the coming down, coming down tough. heavy.
1: Yeah. The first time was tough, and then uh, the last time I had it in probably eighth grade, and mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, all right, this is not going to happen again.
0: That, it wasn't like okay, the first time you do it, it's a TV. The second time, it's a TV and this. The first time was like bring the hammer down. I guess that uh, that resonated, didn't it?
1: Yeah, the first, the first time was everything
0: oh, yeah, I had to do. That, that was entertaining with my homework. <laughs> That's a rough one. Yeah, I, I remember the first time I got dinged. I think it was uh, go straight to your room. That was it. No TV. I had to spend the entire day in the room. But I did have a Nerf hoop and a Nerf basketball to keep me busy. And I had some unbelievable games between Bob McAdoo and Paul West. Westfall, not West. Yeah, I guess it was Paul Westfall back then. So that kind of kept me busy when I got in trouble. And then my parents said, "Okay, you're having too much fun." When they took the Nerf hoop away, that's when it became devastating. <laughs> Nothing to do except stare at my Larry Bird Magic Johnson poster. That was no good. <laughs> didn't enjoy. Didn't enjoy that one bit.
2: So you had a Larry Bird poster in your room, and then it was just Larry Bird few, Magic just,
0: Johnson Converse.
2: Just a few years later, when Larry Bird would be
0: schooling you on the basketball court. This is correct. Well, Burnsy was a Hall of Famer, and I was not. <laughs> what do you got planned between now and camp, which should be – when's camp start? It's got to be, what, maybe three weeks away, four weeks away, yeah, something like that? Uh, two weeks. Uh, two weeks, week, wow. October,
1: yeah.
0: So, how do you, do you get yourself ready? Do you continue on with the same routine, or do you maybe taper off a little bit so when camp starts you'll be fresh and ready to go?
1: Oh, not nah. when, when you taper off, you kinda, some people get out of shape. You know, yeah. Something I'm – I definitely don't want to have them so, you know, most of the guys are back and, and we're all preparing for for a good year. So we're all we all getting in the gym, you know, everybody just either continuing to stay in the shape they were in or trying to get in the better shape and just prepare for the season. So it's been some great for so these, these past two weeks and everybody been been back and everybody's been in the gym playing playing pickup games and getting ready.
0: Where did you Because the one thing I love about you Charles and watching you play and talking to you is I can tell you're gonna I mean you're gonna work your butt off and you're going to continue to work your butt off and it's not going to be for a lack of work that either you didn't make it or you didn't get minutes or whatever the case may be. I mean you're going to squeeze every bit of ability you have out of yourself. Was that something your parents instilled at in you at an early age?
1: Uh I, I think I get that best from my, my mom and my dad. Yeah. You know, I've always I've always seen, you know, that them continue to work hard, you know, on days that they didn't feel well or or, or days where they really didn't want to be. it. Like my dad, at one point, he was working three jobs, and I remember seeing him just tired, like with Twitter, to the point where he, he just needed to sit down for maybe 10 minutes and just close his eyes, but at the same time, having to get in a shower and, and go to his next job. You know, me having opportunities at basketball, which is, you know, not that many hours out of the day. Mm-hmm. I might as well give it everything that I have.
0: Well, good stuff. I really wish you luck this year. You guys are doing some good stuff in the community, which is always fun to see. And I look forward to seeing you have a good year this year with the Golden State Warriors, Charles. And thank you for joining us. Thanks a lot.